You still don't understand what you're dealing with, do you? Perfect organism. Cut the power. How could they cut the power, man? They're animals. I watched it too with trackers. It's an eight-foot creature of some kind with acid for blood, and it arrived on your spaceship. It kills on sight and is generally unpleasant. It's a queen. How did you know that? She'll breed. You'll die. Well, here we go. Our very first uh, um, look at one of the convicts of Fury yes. 161. Yeah, Murphy's Law or Murphy's Lack of Law. Murphy broke the law. He did break up. the law. He did, yes. That's a brilliant segue into his backstory. All right. First of all, do you know what his first name is? Uh oh, I did. It's something. It's another one of those that's really stupid, isn't it? No. Is it well, not? Well, what is it? Go on. It's Thomas. Thomas. Oh, no, that's all right. Because some <coughs> yeah, of them Thomas look is. really weird. Thomas Murphy. Do you that know yes. he was good old Tom? Or Tommy? Tom. 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 The whatever his crime. What was what was his crime? Right, Do I've got know? it here. Yes, hang on. I've got to take a sip of water. Okay. Is it that bad? Yeah, um, they're all he unsavory. Was a conservative that... minister. Yeah. Was it that bad? They're all criminals. Yeah. They're all bad. That's true. Actually, um, yeah. It yeah, says you wouldn't he... go there for your uh, <coughs> for like fiddling your tax, would you? I wouldn't have thought. Yeah, you wouldn't see Ken Dodd on Theory One Six One. Actually, well, no, that wouldn't have improved it. But that would have been funny. How tickled I am that an alien is <laughs> kills him. In which case, you could have Ken Dodd cleaning out those uh, ducts with his yeah. tickling stick rather oh. than uh, the scraper. See, that's again another reason why they don't last direct films. Yes, yeah, and uh, again, sorry to anyone outside the UK who don't know what the hell we're blathering on about. All right, so uh, what what was I saying? Oh, yes, yeah. Oh, yeah. What did he do? Uh, right, he was involved in uh, crimes from a young age. Okay. Spent most of his life on the run. Uh, he was a career thief, preferring to take from others rather than earn for himself, and had a tendency towards sexual deviancy. Okay, but he's actually on Fury One Six One for grand theft of a space vehicle, oh. and his responsibility in the deaths of four people, and is there for life. I wonder, I wonder what space vehicle he stole. Well, th th this raises the question, doesn't it? Of you know, and I don't like the idea that the alien universe has a space travelling industry like Star Wars. Yeah. I.e., like Mandalorian this week. Yes. You, you, you Which just I pop never, in a yeah. I don't. I never think of that of the alien. I think the alien is commercial only. Mm. It feels like it's got to the point where, where, where sort of it's the merchant marine style. You've not got people tooling about in, in like Mandalorian, you know, leisure craft. Mm. That is weird, and the fact that this also means that there's got to be some space cops about. You see, no, no. Yeah, it, it, God, it, the more you bring it back to sort of uh, contemporary stuff, it just doesn't work, does it? No. 
You no. don't want you don't want Rosas in your alien uniform. That uh, was universe. the appeal of Alien. Yeah. And aliens, you know, uh, that it was so far removed. But it does say grand theft. I mean, you, you, you know, if he was to have hijacked a commercial vehicle, then that is grand theft. It could have been a yeah. bit of piracy. He could have been well, working on a ship and then took it over or helped to take yeah. it over. Which is weird because, I mean, I don't know. I'm sure there's books and books and books about the uh, the legal system in in this universe. But so grand theft is very American. We don't have grand theft in the UK. In America, um, can you have minor theft? Well, I suppose, yeah. I don't know what, I don't know what the grand refers to. Um, it's got pretensions, doesn't it? Mm. Um, but yeah, so... so is Because it's like you've got the Colonial Marine Corps as well, which is obviously based on the US. And, but Alien, I don't get the feeling, is a, a US-based sort of world, universe. Um... It just, yeah, it just bogs it down, doesn't it? Actually, there was a prisoner called Boggs, isn't there? Um, there is. Yeah it, yeah, it just bogs it down into... You start thinking about stuff. You know, it's like you don't you don't want to see a toilet on a spaceship, do you? Because then you're thinking, oh, Captain Kirkaster. Well, that's what I didn't... Back yeah. to the Mandalorian again. That's what I didn't like in the first season of Mandalorian, where you, for the first time in Star Wars, yeah, you, you see, see a toilet. toilet. Yeah. Don't want to see it. The fans are up in arms, no doubt. <laughs> um, that that toilet's now got eighty three paperback novels about. It. Of course, of yeah. course it will. Um, that toilet was once used by Han Solo. Yeah. Madness. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't like the idea of because because then you've got to think that he had, he had a little. He got nicked by the police, and then he had a little uh, court case. I'd love to have been at the court case when they said, uh, you know, well, you stole a car, mate. So we're going to send you to the other side of the universe. Not very cost-effective, is it? No, no. Just give him so... an Asbo and be done with it. <laughs> All right, well, well, there he is. He okay. is there. Um, and that's where we see him. Now, you know... What's Mer- his sexual deviancy? Does it mention it? No. Oh. What counts for sexual deviancy know, in the I future yeah, as well? I don't you know. know. Mm. Very strange. But anyway, anyway, we Mur- Murphy's unusual in that he has two aspects to him, much like the birth of the uh, um, what? what? I was just thinking, just like, that's really um, damning with faint praise, isn't it? It's like the rest of the cast got nothing going for them, but this guy, he's got two interesting points. He has. In he's the, British, he... and he's a man. Yeah. <laughs> No, it, it's the in the two cuts of the film. Yes, there are two like not different versions of him, well, but he, there's he's two a aspects. He's the finder of this film, isn't he? Um, I was thinking about this watching it because it, it is a very, very, very um, homogenous group of actors, other than the people you recognise. Um, so everyone else that isn't sort of. Uh, um, in the main sort of five or six characters, they're all just one big there, and this mm. guy's it. But he's he is a finder. So no matter what cut of the film, he finds stuff. He's quite pivotal in that he, you know, he finds the face hugger. He finds the dog giving birth, depending on which version you're looking at. He finds the alien skin. He finds a nine foot fan with his face. Um, <laughs> yeah, he he is quite pivotal. But I, I think. 
you're pushing it, calling him a character, aren't you? Well, uh, we're going to get this with an yeah, awful lot I of these so, convicts. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, if we talk about the theatrical, yes, uh, in the opening, the theatrical version first. Yes. Um, we have the EEV. It crashes into the sea. Uh, we get the shot of a computer screen, you know, starting to give out information, yep. and then we get a shot from inside the EEV as the hatch is removed. Yeah. And Murphy well, is the first yeah. convict we see. Yeah, this is part of the reshoots. Yes, um, it is. Yeah, and there he is peering in. You yep. see, he's got got his goggles on his head. I saw that those goggles uh, they were made by Terry English, you know, the oh, armorer yeah. um, uh, for the film, and they look like bog standard welding goggles with some uh, 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 just uh, aluminium nose guard, a bespoke nose guard yep. stuck between them. And I saw that they went up for sale. Oh right, now, the actual pair. Yeah. Um, now, uh, how much do you reckon? The, these sort of props, I mean, it's not not too recognisable, but it is from the Alien universe, so it's got built-in origin. I reckon about 600 quid or something like that. Right. Shall I send you a photo, um, and then you, 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 you would have a better idea? Uh, folks, this isn't making for much in the way of exciting uh, podcasting at the moment, but I'll send it, I'll send it to Ian now, all right? Here we go, Ian. It's on its way. We should do an episode where we uh, we just <laughs> sit quietly and go through our taxes. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh go. Okay. Quite crudely done. Yeah. Uh, this photo, you by the way, will be on Facebook. Just, it looks like two jewelers loops. Yes. Um, with stuck together with a, a aluminium nose piece. Yeah, this which is looks the... disconcertingly like the uh, the the piece of card that Private Godfrey wore to keep the sun <laughs> off his nose. <laughs> It does. Um, it does. Yeah. It looks like a bit off of an old baked bean tin. It does. Yes. That's been cut yeah. out and just bent round to make a nose yeah. guard. Oh, an old shoehorn or something. Yeah. It looks quite rudimentary. Yeah. It will yes, be on very, Facebook, very folks. So, when, and there's welding goggles. They're bloody useless because they're sort of clear. Yes, you can see through them. Yeah. Now, in euros, in euros. Right. Okay. Um, how much do you reckon they went for when they went up? Now, now I've seen them. Oh, I'm, I'm going to drop it down to. What four hundred euros? Right, you ready? Yeah, two thousand eight hundred. Oh, Why? Who bought them? Moxie? No, he's... I mean, oh. they just the d- disposable background yeah. bit of dressing. I mean, really, aren't d- they? to be honest, you spend what you want on what you want. You know, it's it's your money. Do do if you if two thousand eight hundred euros buying that makes you happy. But I'd I'd love to know if you did buy them. If you're listening and a chance you did buy them let us know why because <laughs> they could have they could have given you Eric about 30 quid you could have made them for I was going to say I could very yeah. easily make a pair of them and put them on Etsy yeah. couldn't yeah. I yeah and I might well do yeah sexual deviancy glasses <laughs> what to put that in the caption on yeah, Etsy for all your sexual deviancy needs <laughs> All right. Okay. So, so there he is. Yes. Yeah, he, he's peering in. Um, he has his first line is Jesus Christ when he looks inside. But yep. then I think it's Frank climbs in um, and does the exploring. No more Murphy. You don't see him again. No. All right. These are almost a, 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 certainly in the early bits. These are almost a double act, aren't they, Frank and Murphy? Frank and Murphy. Yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. So that is. Oh yeah. And you, you can hear somebody tell him to get the dog away. Yes, yeah, because the dog's trying to get in because they got yeah. a shoe on in. That was the whole point of this beginning change was to show the dog. Yeah, show the dog. 
and I was going to say beef up the opening, but it actually doesn't. The re the re uh, filming doesn't improve the beginning at all. No, no, um, because here, I mean, yeah, this this new bit, you know, the hatch opens, Frank goes in, get the dog out of the way. Yeah. That's it. That's it. But in the what is it called? The assembly cut. The assembly cut. Yes. In the yeah, assembly it's not, cut, it's not a director's cut because Fincher has uh, washed his hands of the whole thing. Don't blame him. Um, so rather than do like with Dune where they just put Alan Smithy on it, um, rather than call it a director's cut, they just call it the assembly cut because it's meant to be the version that was assembled for the first stage of editing. But yeah, it in, for all intents and purposes, it's an, an extended cut. Yeah. But it's, it's actually not even an extended cut because it's so many alternate takes. Yes scenes plot points it's, it's a different film isn't it? it of all of all the the four extended versions whatever you want to call them this is by far the most change and the best change yeah because it's almost impossible to watch the theatrical cut after seeing the assembly cut to mm. my mind anyway. yeah well yeah the assembly cut is much better because yes. as i say all, all you get is you get the ship in the sea and then you see the hatch opening but in the uh, assembly cut, after the crash into the sea, we have Clemens finding Ripley on the beach yep. um, and taking her back and then saying an EV, EEV's come down. And we have this whole oxen team yep. go out to retrieve the EEV. But no sign of Murphy and no sign of the dog, because this is the original, isn't it? Yeah, this is, the, this is what it, it, it was originally meant to be. Um, so, yeah, it... it it makes sense that they send an oxen team out because in the um, theatrical cut, you think, how have they, how did they get that in? And then you see that crane shot on that, and it's, yeah, it makes more sense. I, I like the flow of the assembly cut for this sequence. It makes much more sense. Um, yeah, I think. Although later... it does add in, it does add in one thing that I, I have to question, and you might have an answer for me when we get to it. So. All right, okay. Well, the next time we see Murphy is at Andrew's first briefing. Uh, yes. If you look, you it's hard because they all look the same, but if you yep. look, you can see him. He doesn't do well, anything. Well, in the, in the assembly cut, he, um, he puts his hands, hands together in that classic British schoolroom prayer. Mm. So at school, I mean, it sounds weird now, but at school, certainly when I was kidding, probably when you were a kid, you had to have mandatory prayers. Yeah, every day. And, and, and evidently God can't hear you if you don't put your hands together. Yes. Um, I don't, it must be, you know, it must create a circuit or something like that. Um, and he does that in that classic sort of British way of, of a child. And it's, I, I think that's quite a nice thing because it does immediately sort of give him a childish air. Yeah, him and Golic are like yeah, that. Oh, yeah. I don't think he's the cleverest of people, is he, uh, Murphy? I don't think he's got an abundance of education about him. But unlike Golic, who is, like, dangerous and... Uh, I think Murphy is a... He feels like he's probably a decent sort that's fell into a shit life. Um, mm. But I, li- I do like that, because, yeah, he, like I say, he does that childish prayer thing. Mm. Um, which I think is cut out of the uh, the theatrical cut. I you didn't see him in. Yeah. yeah, I didn't see him do that. No, no. All right. Um, in the original, after Ripley's, you know, being to the wreck and asked where Newt is, we've got a solo scene. Newt. 
<laughs> I always think I'm on the Python one, <laughs> She told you in a newt. Um, yeah, we have a solo scene of him with the dog, Spike. Oh, God, there you are. I've been looking everywhere for you. Where you been, huh? Come here. You okay? Let me see, Spike. Let me see. Are you okay? Let me see. What have you been sticking your face into, huh? Hey. Did somebody do this to you? What kind of animal would do this to a dog? Yes, Spike the dog. Um, and the dog's now covered in um, scars, isn't it? Yes. Yes. I don't um, know how they did that. I guess that's a prosthetic on that Prosthetic, rock, yeah. That, well, the dog is actually an actor. Oh, I see. Uh, he, he, he did extensive work in uh, Stratford-upon-Avon. Yeah. Um, yeah, they... And I don't, I, I don't really sort of understand this. Because they obviously want, they want people to go, oh, oh, it's been facehuggered. But no, we've never seen anyone else with these sort of scars. No. So did the dog, like, put up a particular fight? Well, he is a Rottweiler. That's true, yeah. So we've, he's, he's the second Rottweiler, isn't he? Because we've got Mr. Rottweiler. We've got it? Mr. Rottweiler in Andrews, yeah. yeah. Now we've got the real thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he, uh, uh, Murphy even says something like, Who, who's been grabbing you or something like yeah. that, doesn't he? Yeah, I'm not entirely sure because he's. I think this character's meant to be British. Um, I can't I, tell with that. I can't tell. I don't know what accent he's doing. I <laughs> well, really this is don't. the it's problem I have his, with yeah. old uh, Mr. Fairbank. We'll talk yes. about him shortly, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so he, he, he sort of lays it on a bit thick, sort of saying, you know... You might as well. You might as well turn to the camera and go. This dog's been face huggered. What will come of this? Um, wink, wink. And what's weird? Yeah. What's weird in this is um, that we we do see when the dog the dog we see the dog earlier in the EV on its own uh, and it's barking and then you see a face hugger come up and it's just a standard face hugger and that that sort of throws in a continuity or or I won't say an error because it's probably been explained but it's like we've never seen a face hugger a normal face hugger being able to impregnate two people ah uh, yeah shh. no we'll save we'll save it for later on yep. but there, there there are two views on this yes yeah it's, it, it's weird but the other the other way that we'll discuss does throw up another issue that yeah. I've got. so yeah it's not it's a messy film this isn't it there's no there's no perfect answer on any of this stuff no no um it's interesting you say about you know him him, him in his prayer uh, position yep. and thing. He's a bit childlike and maybe he's maybe not the brightest because you know here he's found his pet. There's something that's yep. clearly attacked it. Who or what he doesn't know, but Murphy doesn't go that and then report it to Andrews. I've, no. Normally you'd go something's attacked my dog or one of these. Because yeah. has attacked my dog. Well, that's that's what I, I yeah. That's what you would think would happen is that that he would think one of the other inmates has I don't know done something deviant with his dog or attacked it or whatever. Um, because there's nothing else on the planet that we see that could do that. You know, the uh, he's not going to get into a fight with an ox, um, and we don't see anything else. Uh, 
sort of that that could do that. You'd think, yeah, he would mention it just out of out of passing. You know, you'd, you'd think he'd mention it to someone. Mm. But like I say, the, these are these are refilmed bits done at a very late date. So yeah, it's... yeah. Well, Mr. Dean Foster offers up a yeah. possible reason why maybe it's not such a big deal oh no i'll I'll mention that when we reach the part in the book all right so yeah i mean there it is winking at the audience that the dog's been face hugged you know it's not exactly subtle um and of course that's all missing from the assembly cut that scene is removed instead what we've got is another scene straight after newt's autopsy when he's in the abattoir with frank Ah, Christmas has come early, Murph. What do you mean? Any dead oxes are good. Bloody right. Smelly bastards all covered in light. Well, there's only seven of the friggin' things left, and then we're done with them. God, I ate holes in these bastards down. Always get shite all over me boots. Talking of hosing things down, Frank. Yeah? If you had the chance, what would you say to her? What do you mean, if I got the chance? You know, if you got the chance. You mean casual-like? I mean, how would you put it to her if uh, you bumped into her in a mess hall or somewhere? No problem. I've never had any problem with the ladies. I'd say to her, good day, my dear. How's it going? Anything I can do to be a service? Then I'd give her the look, you know, put him down. And I'd give her the wink, the dirty smile. She'd soon get the picture. Yeah, right. And then she'd say, kiss my ass, you horny old fucker. <laughs> I'd be happy to kiss her ass. Be happy to kiss her anywhere she wants. Yeah, but treat him mean. Keep him keen. Right, Frank? I told you before, Murph. She's a queen like a whore, and a whore like a queen. Can't go wrong. What do you think killed, babe? Beats me. She's just killed over. How old was she? Charts say 11. In a prime. Never mind. Chop it up later and throw it in a stew. Right. Hey, Brett. What's this? Yeah, which I think is a much, much nicer scene. I say this does throw up one one question I've got, but this is a much nicer scene and I think adds more to the 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 film. Yeah, he, he him and Frank are doing so what one of the um one of the oxen has died and it's quite a treat for him because it means a there's one less oxen to look after and b meets back on the on menu, the table boys, boys. Yeah. <laughs> um so so it's quite a nice scene it shows that they're doing everyday stuff and um yeah this is sort of life it, there's also some nice shots of of the uh the amount of fleas and that on this this creature it does make you itch doesn't it oh it's very itchy yeah i'm, I'm not a great fan of uh when you see lots of little insects moving um, and they, you get a nice little I, the closest thing we get I suppose to a character building for these two characters unfortunately the character building for Frank is that he's a bit of a, a bit rapey <laughs> and the character building for Murphy is that he's he's a bit thick because yes. yeah, uh, the, the the oxen's died and it's one of the oxen's that have gone out to EV, EV. Um, and then after they've moved it on the uh, on the sort of the trolley they were bringing it in on, um, Murphy finds a, f- a face hugger, mm-hmm. um, and this this is like the dog thing. 
Why does he not mention this to anyone? Well, even before that, why has a, why why don't they report that Babe the ox has died? Yeah, has died. I mean, I'm, I'm presuming that these oxen probably do die because um, oxen are, are really, really weird animals, and they do die at the drop of a hat. Um, certainly, sort of during the, the the Zulu War, and the big problem they had was. That if you if you slightly feed the oxen the wrong sort of food, or you you know the the sun comes up two minutes too early one day, these oxen have a tendency just to keel over and die. They're, they're very weird animals, but but you would think that would get reported as well because there's a limited number of oxen and they're well, using it for they're using them for for work. Yeah, I mean um, Frank says there's only eight left. Yeah, in Alan Dean Foster's book, there's only three left. So okay. you, you, you you know. You would report it. You would say, think so, yeah. uh, we need more oxen. We're running out, wouldn't you? Because I'm presuming it's someone must have given the okay to eat it. Because you would think that, like, a, an animal mysteriously dies. Oh, let's eat it. You'd think Clemens <laughs> would be like, um, oh, hang on, let me check it out, guys. It might have died of, it might poison you or something. You yeah, know? but this is all below decks. Maybe yeah. Andrews and Clemens and yeah. um, um, 42, um, you know, don't go down there. You know, yeah, they, could be. they could just be. eat what's put in front of them and don't think about it. Yeah, you know? lovely bit of beef. Yeah. yeah, but then yes, we 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 have the super face hugger, don't yes. we? Yes, um, I'm not I'm not sure about the super face hugger. You know, I'm not sure about this idea. I this this to me feels like um, pan pa, uh, uh, sort of creating a way out of a problem that you probably didn't need to have in the first place, but you got into because your scripting was so poor. Because evidently these super face huggers can inject twice. Mm-hmm. Um, so they can inject a queen and then they can also inject a drone into someone. Um, which is super, super handy considering we need in this story to have at least two people. Yeah, but have, you seen the, have, have you seen the fan theory about how, why that is so? Uh, the, I the, haven't, no. The I'm fan sure theory, one, the fan theory is that yeah, a queen takes longer to gestate, which is why right. you know it, it's a while before you know Ripley starts going into okay. spasms, and therefore this super face hugger can the first uh, um, implantation that it does is to implant a warrior to come out, which will come right. out before the queen comes out the idea being it will grow super fast and be at adult size ready for when the queen comes out and then can protect the queen when the queen okay. is weak and vulnerable I, I, I can immediately see an issue with that go on well it's impregnated uh, Ripley with a queen before it impregnates the dog or the oxen with the drone no, yeah that, that does to that, that, theory. That, that does yeah. that does fall apart and then of course it's also not uh, explaining how come there's a regular face hugger yeah. that the dog sees. Yeah, well, in in the theatrical cut, there is no super face hugger, is there? It doesn't exist. So no, you're, you're you, presuming you just see either, the regular yeah, one. Either a regular one did two, which is unheard of, or there were two two face huggers, which is pushing credulity because I I still don't buy that there was one egg. Um, there oh, there must it, be. You yeah. see an egg. No, I mean, I don't buy that that could happen, given what happens in Aliens. I yeah. think it, that, it's one of my biggest 
sort of things with this. It, it smacks of the old Universal monsters. Oh, there happened to be an ice cavern under the castle. Um, no, this is just this is retro because your your scriptwriters can't think of a a better way to do it. Just it's so mm, no. Um, but this this throws up another issue that I've got, and this might be because I'm not big on um, on the lore of this this universe. I don't really care what a thousand fan books have, have said about it. But um, the the uh, the drone is uh, is chest burst from a dead animal. That was my question coming How, up. Is that is that possible? If we, we've never seen that again, have we? We've never seen it before. It never, never happens it again. again. No, it's got to live Be- inside a living yeah, organism. Yeah, because because when when Ash is investigating Kane and he's saying it's it's feeding him oxygen, it's keeping him alive, it makes perfect sense because it wants to use the body to 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 incubate in. And if if a face hugger can impregnate something that either is dead or then can die and it the alien can carry on growing why bother with all this rubbish with cocooning people and actually kill them kill them yeah kill them yeah i think what it is i mean in a minute we're going to talk about the uh the 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 birth of the uh alien and it's clear that you know from the way that it's been shot and edited together that they weren't that confident about their animatronic dog going through yes. its throes because you barely see any of the dog and so therefore maybe if we had a full size ox how are you going to realistically you know simulate a, a an ox writhing in agony so let's just have it dead and it comes out yeah. the dead one. oh yeah i i'm pretty certain you're right this is all this is all solutions to problems that they didn't need to have exist and it's again it's the the incredibly rushed shooting schedule they had the fact that the scripts were being written basically almost some some cases after the scene would been shot mm. um it just yeah there it, it it's such a mess um you've almost got to just sit and watch it and go okay yeah, because the minute you think about it, none of it makes any sort of sense, and and it throw their solutions throw up bigger issues. Well, it makes it worse, then, doesn't it? It does. Yes. Yeah, you just it's like dig digging your hole deeper, sort of thing. Yeah. All right. Before we move to the birth, I'll, I'll just quote Alan Dean. This is what yep. he says about the uh, super face hugger. He says, uh, blah, blah, blah. something on the cart caught his attention. Whatever it was, it had been pancaked, flattened beneath the massive bulk of the dead animal. Still discernible was a small, disc-like body, a thick, flexible tail, and multiple spidery arms, now crushed and broken. A look of distaste on his face, he picked it up by the tail, the splintered arms dangling towards the floor. What's this? Frank leaned over for a look, shrugged indifferently. Dunno, what am I, a xenologist? Looks like some jellyfish from the beach. The other man sniffed. The thing had no odour. Right. He tossed it casually aside. See, that's better because if Murphy is of limited intelligence yeah. and he kind of like looks up to Frank and Frank goes, Ah, oh, it's just a jellyfish. No yeah, need to that, report that, it to Andrew. Exactly, thing. yeah. He's gonna he's gonna think Frank knows what he's talking about. Mm. Um <laughs> Yeah, just a line like that would have done. Um, I'm not sure how. Um, I mean, it might not be an issue, I suppose, because it might have been dead. But th- this is a creature that 
you know, ashes in awe of because it says it's mm. almost impregnable. It's super strong, can burn through anything. It, it sloughs off its outer layer of skin and replaces it with polymerized silicon. Uh, oh, it's got crushed by a cow. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Oh dear. All right. So yeah, the funeral scene and the two births. See what what they should have done. The colonial marines. They should have had cow catapults. <laughs> you know, just fire cows at the aliens. So one weakness. We're back to Monty Python yeah. again now. Yeah, that would have been brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we've we've got the dog. Yes. Birth. Um, I mean, as I say, it's cut real quick. I mean, a lot of the time, it's they're using a real dog and shaking it a bit. You know. Yeah. Um, didn't, didn't go down well, did this? Um, with a lot of the critics. No. Um, it's like you, you can do what you want to uh, to the little girl and the marine, but. Kill a dog. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. That's a yeah. no no. Yeah, it's a no no. Yeah. Um and of course, you know, the ox, you know, they've got a big dummy yeah. one, so they can yes. do what they it's like not, and they can not, show as you're, much you're, as they want. Yeah. You're right, it's not the world's most convincing dummy no. ox either. Um no. the problem I got with the dog birth, because the, these scenes weirdly sort of flow the same depending on which version. And it, I like I like the funeral scene, in fact it intercuts with, you know, death and life and it's a bit on the nose the dialogue but I like it it's a good it's nice shows Fincher's real good eye for shot composition and that um, but the ox version uh, the dog version sorry when it when it chest burst was that dog just a balloon filled with blood well this is the gallons prob- of the stuff well this is the problem because if, if, if we reverse it if we talk about the 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 assembly cut first because that's the yeah. one that they filmed it first. Was the first version. i mean yeah, yeah get it ox is chopping massive it yeah. bursts out on a on a tidal wave of blood yeah. out comes the creature right that's fine but a lot of the footage they did they then reused for the dog for the bit. dog yeah no dog has that amount of blood in it to begin with and it's also very telling that when the the alien comes out the way they framed it you don't see it alongside the dog because it's no. almost as big as the dog yeah <laughs> so so but in the in the assembly cut you do see it alongside its you know ox host and yeah. it is as big as a dog. I mean, famously, yeah. they used a whippet, didn't they, in this yeah. scene when they wanted to have the the creature running away from the corpse. They actually put a, an alien suit on a whippet. Um, yeah. Whippet initially. Oh, I bought it down the shops. Um, <laughs> cannonball. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. They. They. There's some wonderful footage of it. This lovely little happy. <laughs> I don't whippet. know if I'd use the word wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love. I love it. I want to see it in the film. He fair um, minces down that he minces, corridor. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, he's, he's a friendly whippet. <laughs> um, he's not. He's not going to ever pass for an alien. Um, the other thing, I, I suppose, it could be if you went with the assembly cut and said this super face hugger, so it's acting differently to what we've seen before. Blah 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 blah. Um, because it's there's no chest burster, is there? No. It comes out fully formed. Yep. And yet people were up in arms about that with uh, uh, Covenant, with wasn't Covenant. It? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And, and of course, this is what they call the Bambi Burster. Yes, Bambi Burster. Yeah. I remember Halcyon had, yeah. did a model of that. They did, and, yes. And, and right. I never bought it, and I've always regretted it. Um, um, yeah, it, because it it looks like a Bambi you know, coming out and twatting about on the ice and that, and it, it's very, very thin-legged. And I don't mind it. I mean, you know, no, it, it, it's all right. 
some of the effects in Alien 3 are derided, but, you know, the actual getting up and that, um, and, and the, actually the running away. A lot of people say, you know, oh, it's all CGI, but there's very little in the no, world of CGI, and none of it is the, is the alien. This the, is a rock this, puppet, isn't it? Yeah, this, this, is, um, this is one of the great sort of misjustices that the film gets, is that everyone goes... You, you, anyone that sees it the first time goes, it was all right. Oh God, the CGI was awful. And yeah, there's there's almost no CGI in this film. Um, they actually used rod puppets and yeah. a version of of green screen, slightly more. And it was the compositing that yeah, was and made compositing it look bad. Was, was terrible. And the thing with compositing is, it's it's quite time consuming. It's quite expensive, and they neither had the time nor the money to do it properly. So it looks awful. There's black lines around everything. Um, but the the actual the technique i think had had they finished it properly it would have looked really good because it gives you a level of control um that you you can then puppet to the the background footage yes um it's like almost a live action version of um dynamation isn't it really yeah yeah um yeah so it, everyone moans about the cgi and so we didn't even have a computer <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll we'll move on to Murphy's death in yes. that in that health and safety nightmare that is the uh, the air shaft. Does this annoy you as much as it annoys me that he's singing a recognised song, but they've just changed the date in it? Uh, it's it is yeah. awful. I mean, I don't like what I liked about Alien was it's setting in uncertain future somewhere yeah, it's ahead. timeless. And I've never ever had it in my head that it's only like 200 years from now. There's no, no way we've got that sort of technology in 200 years time and I don't like it. We'll be and lucky to have an electric car that drives itself that doesn't run people over in 200 years. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I don't this. like it. I don't like the fact that they've now put dates and stuff and yeah. it, it especially doesn't make any sense that this convict on this prison is singing a 20th century song. Yeah. I mean, that, that's like a convict in a prison now singing Greensleeves or something, yeah. you know? I bet, they, I, bet, oh, I, bet, I bet Holloway Prison is just, you know, when they're <laughs> locking people up, all you can hear is people, you know, whistling Beethoven's Fifth and that. You know? mm. Yeah, it just, it, it's, it's awful. It feels like, um, it feels like ad-libbing that they went, oh yeah, that's a good joke. Um, it's, it's it's not a, good. The, the, the singing's terrible. I don't I yeah. don't know what he he's attempting. I don't even know if that's Christopher Fairbank because on set he isn't singing in right. the year twenty five. It doesn't sound like him, and I always wondered. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what Christopher Fairbank was actually singing on no, set? And it's in the comic adaptation. He's singing it as well, and I guess it's a rights issue, much like superstition, you know, in yes, the thing. Yeah was uh you know altered for a time uh it was painted black by the rolling stones you know that's why if you watch the scene at no point do you see christopher fairbrank's lips matching anything of what the singing is okay gotcha gotcha Mm. so he finds this skin on the floor yeah he 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 pulls a breath doesn't he that is a very Brett moment and and then just drops it doesn't think to go hang on i'll go and report it yet again I mean, yeah, this this is again he keeps finding stuff. Yes. Yeah, when's it gonna add up for well not, it's not, because uh yeah, it goes to pieces. Um but you think we go, Oh, that's weird, I just yeah. Do you think he found that space vehicle that he was accused of thieving? He just found it. I reckon he might have done yeah, he might have just stumbled across it and didn't bother telling anyone, yeah. <laughs> Bless him. Um, yeah. but yeah, he, he 
and it, this is the the weird thing again. So they put this in because it's. Um, do you recognise this? It was in Alien. It's very. Uh, you know, it's a shot everyone as comes to associate with Alien. You find the skin, but it doesn't really make a lot of sense in this thing because the the Alien come up like in its final form. Hmm. You know, you understand finding the skin of the chestburster in Alien yeah. because it's it's sloughed it to become um, the alien, the, yeah. know, the big chap. But this, it's like, so what? Is it now like a um, a tarantula or a snake where as it grows, it has multiple skins that it sheds? Um, I don't get it. Right, well, Alan Dean Foster describes it in some detail. Yeah. All right. He I says. Yes, it was some kind of animal skin. It was dark and shiny, more like metal foil than flesh. Funny stuff. Stretching it out on the floor, he saw that it was big enough to enclose two men or a, or a young calf. That's a weird, um, that's a weird sizing it estimation is. system, isn't it? How, yeah. how, 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 big is your, how big is your calf? Well, it's big enough. It could take two men or a small calf. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, and then he says, <coughs> then he knew there were a few large native animals on Fiorina, oh. poor dirt-hugging primitive things with feeble nervous systems and slow response times. Obviously, one of them yeah, somehow we stumbled them Americans. in. <laughs> well, well done, <laughs> Just Sorry, isolate. Uh, I love America. Sorry. Obviously... One had somehow stumbled into an air intake and unable to get out again had perished for lack of food and water. It couldn't use the ladders and the roaring fan constituted an impenetrable barrier. He poked at the empty skin. This desiccated husk was all that remained of the unfortunate visitor. So in this book, you have got alien species on other planets. In which case, maybe that's why Frank just dismisses it as some sort of jellyfish. Yeah, if he's found, if he found, uh, if there's like alien life on this planet, then yeah, could be. Um, my cat can climb ladders, so I'm not sure why alien creatures can't. Um, it's weird though that they, again, that lovely Alan Dean Foster over exaggeration of everything, isn't it? Mm. It's, it? He laid it out, and it was big enough for two men. And a calf. Yeah, and a calf. He decided <laughs> to use it as a house. Um, Weird, so weird, but yeah, it, it doesn't phase him though. He just carries on. Whatever. I don't know what he's doing, scraping something or scraping muck off of it. Or, yeah. yeah, but that's when he finds the hole, doesn't he? Yes. Um, and for some reason, looking at the hole, he thinks the dog might be down there. Yeah, I don't he thinks know why. spikes down there. Um, which is it, it, very strange because um, does his dog often. You know, burn holes into metal and go and hide in it. Hmm. Can't see it, but yeah, he. Um, so in a, in a wonderful, sort of lovely coincidence that the plot can happen, the one fan that he's been tasked with cleaning is also the fan based on this massive great base. Is also the place where the aliens decided to go and I don't know do what nest. It's built I don't know itself what a it's little doing down home. there. Yeah, but and he that, seems to think we, it's spiky, yeah. doesn't he? he? Goes, what yeah, are you doing exactly. down there? That doesn't look anything like a dog to me. You would get up and away from there, wouldn't you? You would, yeah. What does he say in the assembly cut? Because there's no he, dog in the assembly. There's cut, n- well, that, that's that, that's it. In the assembly cut, he says, "Spike, is that you down there?" Yeah. 
So, so they obviously it, didn't have an, uh, a different take of that because I suppose he, that that wouldn't exist, would it? Because there's no dog in the uh, assembly cut. So. No, but yeah. so that doesn't make any sense. He says, "Spike, is that you down there?" Yeah. I guess we're supposed to assume that's one of the convicts he's talking to. Then, where did the dog come from? And why have they got him there? Yeah, why have they got a dog? And where did it come from? Because does that mean the dog was shipped in after the prison was closed? Because they wouldn't let prisoners have dogs, I wouldn't have thought. Maybe Rottweilers are indigenous to Fury 161. Ah, perhaps that's the alien All creature, Rottweilers yeah. on this planet have originally from that, come from yeah. Fury 161. It's maybe. their planet of origin. Yes. Could be. Yeah. So he gets a whack to the face in a, in a very well, Brett way. Is it, is it a whack to the face or is it the alien spits acid at him? Well, I've always taken it to be a whack to the face, but um, Alan Dean Foster has it that it is acid spat. Yeah, I've, at I've him. always thought it's it's it spits acid up at him because he clutches his face and there's like yellow mist all about. So I just oh, assume maybe the that's what it is. Spat acid, which is again another new a new thing. If it was, we've not seen an alien spit acid. No, no, and you know in. You know the film version. For some reason, he's on a slope, and yeah, he, he which, falls backwards. Yeah, which is not in the long shots. There's no slope. No. But then once he gets spat or hit, um, yeah, suddenly it's like a you know, forty-five a 60 degree, degree angle. Yeah, yeah. And he <laughs> he goes uh, ass over tit, and he rolls down, and then hits a fan that's moving so slowly. I don't think <laughs> you you would need it needed that fan to be like super fast that you can't see it, but you just see it going, and it's like. He wouldn't. He wouldn't have splattered like he does. No, he would have gone round and round like a hamster yeah. in a hamster wheel, wouldn't he? <laughs> Not be able to get back yeah. off again. Mm. Um, I wonder how much of uh, <coughs> how much of these issues are just the fact that stuff wasn't finished and wasn't well thought out. Well, we've said this last time we were yeah. here that we've got to apologise. This is a, a, a legitimate apology for a lot of the things wrong with this film. Yes. It, yeah. it wasn't intentional a lot of the way these things no. appear in the film. Um, Alan Dean Foster doesn't have any sort of slope. He he just bl- blindly walks forward, stumbling along yeah. with his hands outstretched and walks straight into it. I guess it's more dramatic to tumble into it than to yeah. just walk into it, I suppose. Mm. Yeah, I suppose it's a bit more... Uh... Yeah. Actionful. Yes, actionful. There is a good word. Um, and that—that's him. He's yeah, dead. That, that, that's the end of Murphy. Um, yeah. And then uh, all they find is his boot. I was going to say it's quite ironic <laughs> for the person that finds lots of things. They didn't yeah. find much of him afterwards, no. did they? Just that's his boot. Yeah. All right. So not the most memorable character in the world. No, but we had to start somewhere with these we convicts, did, yes. and he actually does have lines and a couple of scenes. Yeah, which is a lot more than some of yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, as I say, in the comic, it is painted black. and yeah. um, that would have been better, I think. Yeah, and instead of cleaning out the air duct like he is, he's mopping a floor. Yeah. He's just mopping a floor when the Makes creature spits sense, acid at him when he's near a fan. Yeah. So, so the alien is actually in in the air ducts and just sp- spits acid out at him, okay. Which takes that um, what a huge coincidence it is out of it, doesn't it? Because it could be the alien was tracking him. Yeah. And he, yeah. you know, he's he's off on his own attack, which may, which is more consistent with what we see when the um, the scavenging group go out. Mm. Yeah. If the alien was already starting to pick them off one by one. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. 
All right, okay. Uh, so next we have the actor, Christopher Fairbank. Yes. Moxie, as you call him. Yeah, he's a forever be Moxie to me from Out of the Which is a show I've never watched, so I can't yeah. relate surprised. to Moxie. Yeah. It's, got, no. um, it's got Pat Roach in it. Oh, yeah, it has. It yeah. has, yes. Oh, yeah. my man. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, it was a it was a series that was um, just absolutely massive, you know, and everyone was going around afterwards, you know, saying donkey shape instead of thank you and all that sort of thing. It made uh, uh, Jimmy Nail a musical star. <laughs> oh, we've got that to uh, um, yeah. blame yeah, for that. To thank for that. Um, it was a great series. It was really good, um, but it's uh, it sort of fell into no one remembers it now. No, I know. As I say, yeah. I never watched it. I mean, for me, he is. And I, yeah. I, I've said this a few times. Batman '89, right? You know, all, all the big yes, he's, build up. He's to the first criminal you see that on the we movie, see, right? Oh, he's awful in it, and that is it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm I'm standing there in '89. Yeah. watching it I'm looking forward to this Tim Burton does a Batman film it's a Batman film Michael Keaton oh this is going to be fantastic that opening scene it, along comes Christopher Fairbrank with the most appalling American yeah. accent oh Terrible. the bab yeah. give me a break eh? and it's like oh no is this the way we're going is this yeah. really the way this is going to go thankfully after that I'm Batman and yeah, uh, again better. yeah yeah but we have that most uh, appalling over the top crap bit of acting from Christopher Fairbank as he yeah. goes I'm Batman and drops off the roof we see his reaction where he's like yeah. hunkered over the edge of the roof and goes what like what? that and yeah. it's, oh. um, that whole scene I don't know if you've ever have you ever done um, the 89 Batman in effectively speaking Done. Really good one to discuss. Done, I think we've done Batman Returns me and Chris oh, have done okay. Batman Returns but no I don't think we've done the first one no yeah because because that, that whole scene, to me, has smacks of uh, a late bit of extra pickup filming. Because you can imagine audiences going, well, we, we didn't know it was he was called Batman in it or something. You know, it, it doesn't fit the rest of the film at all mm. uh, in, in, in the way it's done. Um, but yeah, he's awful. I mean, uh, he, he's, he's quite... I'm presuming he's still alive. I don't know. Oh no, he's making stuff still. Yeah, I was going to say because he's he's quite prolific and he he would appear in lots and lots of British shows and films, but I've never ever found him to to be a particularly good actor. He was by far the weakest cast member in Alvida's name pair, um, which is saying something, you know, when you're with Jimmy Nail. Um, yeah, he was good. But yeah, I've never found him too convincing. No, nor have I. I mean, he got his start in TV, and I think you know he is a TV actor. I mean, yeah. I mean, his first acting credit was in 1978 in Z Cars, but then he was in things like The Professionals and Bergerac yeah. and Casualty. You he, know, and yeah, extra. He's, he's got a, he's got a great face. So mm. much character in his face. He looks villainous. You know, he, he's got the pockmarked skin and that. But as soon as he opens his mouth, it's like, oh, okay. no. <laughs> All right, so his genre tally is quite high. He's got yeah. a genre tally of 16. All right. Well, okay. um, how many of these have you seen Moxie in, right? So uh, the first one is The Awakening. Do you know what The, the Awakening is? That, um, is that the Egyptian? It is. It's a mummy, mummy. film. Yes, yeah. I remember. From I 1980. Remember having that on VHS. It had Charlton Heston in it. Yeah, yeah. I remember it 
And I, Leslie I was, N. Down, I think. At what? At one point, I was um, really into uh, mummies. Oh yeah. So to speak. <laughs> yeah. Um, take care of that, what you will. Uh, and I remember I bought up all the Hammer ones, and I, and I bought this one, thinking, "Oh, this is a big budget mummy film. It's so boring." Meh. No, they tried doing an unconventional no one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's like, don't go unconventional. People, yeah. when they go to see a mummy film, want to see a mummy. You know. I, I want to see. Yeah. Um, I want to see a visibly frustrated Lon Chaney Jr. shuffling about. Yeah, yes, that's what yeah. I want to see. <laughs> All right. Um, next, he was in it four times, Sapphire and Steel. Oh, God, was he in that? I don't remember. It's so long yeah. since I've seen that. That's, it's got to be 25 I haven't years seen it since the TV, TV days. I've never owned it. Really? Um, yeah. He was in Assignment 6 it. as Johnny Jack. Johnny Jack. Um I remember, because I watched it live and I enjoyed it, and it's one of those series that sticks in the sort of public consciousness, um, but no one really remembers much about it. And then I remember when it came out on VHS, a, a mate of mine lent it to me and I watched them, and it hadn't, I don't, didn't think it had aged well. Um, not as bad as Tomorrow People had, but but yeah, so I'm not overly familiar I remember the one okay, in the I don't think I. Like maybe, maybe if it appears on a streaming service, I'll watch yeah, it. I but watch I'm, it. I'm not going to seek it I'm out. Surprised they haven't really All right. Mm. Well, no, no, I don't think they should. Um, then we've got, of course, Batman, as we've said. Yeah. Then he was in Space Precinct twice. Oh God. I don't know what if he did, was under prosthetics or what's what? the name he played. Um, I don't know. No. Oh. Uh, then he was in the Fifth Element. Oh God, yeah, he's in that as a as a doctor. Is he? Yeah. All right. Then uh, Invasion Earth, which is a Fred Ward TV miniseries. Ah, yes, I remember that. It um, set in Scotland. Yes, it was really good until the ending, and the ending was terrible. Right. Uh, yeah, it was all right. It was okay. Okay. Um, I, I forgot to say, he's done a ton of voice work for video games and stuff, right. a ton. Um, and one of the voice works he did was for The Curse of the Were-Rabbit, a Wallace oh. and Gromit short. He was a character in that. Um, then Merlin, the TV oh, the show BBC Merlin. Oh, yeah. yeah, he was the voice of the Black Knight in that. Then you he... shall not pass. <laughs> then he was in Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides. Uh, which ones are, I don't know which ones are. Uh, the first one was just a work of genius. All the others were uniformly shit. Yeah, yeah. I'll watch the first one. Maybe yeah. a bit of the second one for old, um, what's his face, you know, oh, uh, the octopus yeah. guy. Squidly Diddly. Squidly Diddly, yeah. But, yeah, I, I don't think that was this one. This is one of the later ones. Uh, Jack the Giant Slayer, uh, oh, where he uh, played an uncle. That's uh, never not seen a horrible it. film. That's Ewan McGregor. Not a horrible film. All right, then he was in. <laughs> then he was in under a load of prosthetics, but I could still see it was him because of that face. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, he was the broker, you know, the oh, seller yes, guy. Yes. Yep. So that's yeah, him. And then the last thing he was in was Doctor Who, in um, oh, in right. Flatline, where he played Fenton. Oh right, um, that's the one where everyone becomes two-dimensional. Some yes. might say that's all of them. <laughs> that's why. That's why he was recruited. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Murphy. Then um, I yes. don't think he had any merchandise. There's certainly. I, I don't. Yeah. I can't think of any figures or gaming pieces. Or I can't see why he probably Moss had a, would produce I reckon, one. I reckon he'd have had a trading card, possibly. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's all that is. Yeah. Uh, the next question is, does Murphy fit in the alien world, the world of yeah, Alien, the I, first film? I could see him. I could see him on the Nostromo as a cleaner or something. Yeah, mm. I think he's he's grubby and grimy and normalish enough. That, yeah, I could I could see him fit in the first All film. right, okay. Right, now you've got to vote on his alien factor out of okay. ten. What would you give him? Um, he he he's so nondescript, and I mean, he looks bad. I mean, I I like the look of Alien Three. I like the griminess. I like everyone's wearing army surplus and that. Um, but I'm going to give him a three. I think. All right, I gave him a four. Yeah. All right, so that's three and a half. Um, which puts him just above Van Leeuwen. Yeah, that's fair Van, Van Leeuwen's got three point two five. He looks more like he should be in the Alien universe than Van Leeuwen does. Yes, yeah. Okay. All right, well, we can't have a vehicle tally. We're not doing no. the EEV just yet, but we can talk about the super... Um, yes. Super uh, uh, facehugger face today. Now, obviously, we can't do effectiveness because he basically just holds it up. Yeah. But we can do it on design. So yeah. what do you uh, what do you reckon? I'm not I'm not a fan. It's this is someone's looked at the surreal genius that the original facehugger is. Um which looks totally believable, totally organic, and gone Let's beef it up into a dragon and it's got like wings and spikes ridges and, and spikes. And it's just I every time I look at it I go, oh. This is what that awful um, toy range operation aliens this is what they would do it doesn't need it just a normal facehugger is much better I I think it's it's worse than pretty much anything else we see design wise because it's just so over the top it doesn't need to be an armoured dragon (laughs) Um, yeah not a fan fan. what do you give it out of 10 though out of 10 I'd give it a two. A two? Yeah. Bloody hell! I, I don't like it. I don't. I think it's. I think this is. This is what happens if you gave. If you. Do you know? You remember, before Doctor Who come back, every now and again you would get people going. I've redesigned the Daleks. No, oh, yeah. And this is what they they turn them into these massive tank things, and it doesn't need it. And this is the same. I I think it's awful. I don't know who did it. I might be insulting someone. Well, that was um. Wood rough and Gillis, isn't it? Yeah, mm, yeah. So I, like, I, I quite like I quite like the um, the alien suit they did for this. It doesn't match the alien prop at all, but at least it's it's sort of a streamlined um, Giga version. But I I just can't forgive the fact that they went to Giga mm. in the knowledge that they were never going to use anything. They just wanted to use him for to put on the posters and that. And they were pretty rude to it. Yeah. It's um, like, so, mm, sorry. Mm-hmm. Oh, he a genius? Too. You are yeah. not. <laughs> well, I gave it a six. Wow. Right? Because like at it? the end of the day, well, it's not that I don't like it. It's a facehugger, you know, yeah. and they've added bits to it. And um, yeah. um, I mean, I can't remember what I gave the, the original uh, chest burster. Uh, sorry, no, we haven't done a facehugger. We haven't done have it. We? No, we haven't done a facehugger. All right. Okay. So that's a four. Yeah. All right, for the super face hugger. Okay, but it's but we can only get it. 
Yeah, I mean, that's the only place it stays because it's not yes. used uh, in any way. So it doesn't end up on our um, Loving the Alien telly. No. All right. And I'm presuming it was never it was never a good enough design that anyone in future films went, let's, let's revisit that. We couldn't use it in the other one. Let's revisit it. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So that's that. That's it then. That's where it stays. All right. Yeah. All right. We're nearly done. Uh, before we go, I've got a shout out. Oh, good. Okay, um, from Daryl Curtis, um, who does the excellent Nostromo Files blog. Oh, right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, no, he he's replied to our um, uh, Parker episode regarding right. Parker's back history. You know, we were speculating about what Parker did and how there's conflicting yes. versions of, uh, you know, what he did before he ended up on the Nostromo. And Daryl says... Uh, you're right that those backstory things weren't Ridley's. Charles de... Hang on, I can't read my writing. Charles de la... Charles de la Risca wrote them. I yeah. corresponded with him about it when I was doing a web page on them, especially because I wanted to know what the heck was airfoil racing. As whack as they are... I've, so, I've got horrible feelings of pod racing from <laughs> Star Wars. As whack yeah. as they are, so much better than the ones in Aliens. So... Yeah. Thanks for that input, Daryl. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very that. much. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, so we're done. We're done with that. We're done. Our first convict is done. Um, I know of a few other convicts where we're going to talk more than Murphy, but there's going to yes. be a few others. There's going to be some we'll be pushing to get this amount. We're going to have to double some yeah. up, I think. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So tell us what you thought. Tell us what your verdict was on uh, our discussion of this convict. Yes, yeah. All right, so... Okay, we're off now. In a week, we're going to be back for our wrap-up on coverage of The Thing with McCready. Yes, our last one, yeah, Big Mac. Last ever one. And then we're coming back in two weeks' time. We're going to be joined by our first co-host, because we're going to board the Betty to discuss Elgin, yes, the pirate Will... captain. Yes, him of the voice so deep and gravelly, you could probably get an episode of Blake 7 filmed in it. i tell you what. That's a COVID voice because when I was in the depths of my COVID How are you? Were you and I could like barely it? breathe, I sounded just like Elgin. You know? yeah. <laughs> oh, yes, I could growl. I could, yes, <laughs> yeah. All right, folks, so, yep, we'll see you though there for those see then, you then, okay? Yes. All right. Thanks, then, Ian. Thanks, right, then. Cheers. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. <laughs>